If you had 230,000 at the bottom in 2008 and you had left it in there, you'd have 1.2 million right now. You didn't lose 59,000, Debbie. You lost a million dollars. Hey everybody, my name's AJ and this is The Wealthy Idiot Show. Here at The Wealthy Idiot Show, we're trying to spread the word about good financial information, personal finances, we offer articles and tools, and we're trying to help people weather this recession and get to the other side looking a lot better than they did when they went in. And so any like or subscribe would help us out tremendously so that we could spread this information to as many people as we possibly can. So I saw this Dave Ramsey episode, and I know what you're thinking, Here's AJ again, trying to dump on Dave Ramsey. But that's not the case. The episode itself is pretty good and we're gonna watch some of it. I was more blown away by the person who wrote in and they read the letter and it's amazing. I don't know where they're getting these concepts from, but I've noticed that a lot of my conversations right now with people are kind of in the same realm. People are like, now's not the time to invest. People get started into investing and they put their money in and then the next day it's dropped a little bit and they see that loss and that's just real gut-wrenching and I get that. And so I think that we gotta look at what this caller is saying and I'm gonna show you some numbers that I, um, that I think dive deeper into this than Dave Ramsey did. And then I hope that we can motivate you to be able to push through this and to get through this recession right now because I get that it's scary and we often talk about how scary it is here and all the stuff that's happening, but it's temporary, we're gonna get through it. And when we do, we wanna be in a good place. So, let's get to it. Today's question comes from Debbie in Los Angeles. She said, my husband and I have $230,000 in our 401k. We switched to a money market plan about seven years ago because we're both in our mid-50s. Good Lord. The CFO at his work is now trying to convince him to go back into mutual funds. He went as far as to tell him that we missed out on $59,000 in 2021. He's right. I'm not buying it. You're we wrong. We lost almost all of our 401k in 2008 with this man telling us it would go back up and to stop watching it. I don't want to ever watch that train wreck again. Why would the CFO be pushing for us to risk our retirement fund? So first thoughts, they don't, they're in their 50s. They don't understand how any of this stuff works. There is no mathematical way they could have lost all of their uh, 401k um, in the 2008 recession. It just it just doesn't exist. Like it, it just sounds real hyperbolic. Like they're, they're saying they lost a lot. And to her, that feels like maybe it was all of it. Um, and then the CFO is coming in with some real good data. Like, Hey, look, if you'd have just kept doing this, you'd be in a great spot. And they're like, ah, yeah, we don't think so. We're going to put it in a money market. So money market account is basically just cash. I mean, it, ha it may have some really tiny return and you never see any losses from a money market account, but you don't get any gains either. And I got some good data. I'm going to show you guys when this video is over. So, uh, I'm with the CFO on this one. I think he's trying to help you retire with dignity and not lose out big because you jumped off the roller coaster mid-ride. And clearly, they're spooked Dave from 2008, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. But to be in a money market account, which means it's just sitting in cash for seven years, losing against inflation, making 0%, that's a bad plan if you want to retire ever. You did not lose your entire 401k in 2008. The stock market did not go to zero. It went in half. If you had $400,000 at the beginning and you moved it to money markets at the very bottom, which makes you the world's worst timing, then you've got 230000 so that means you lost half of your money. You can't say, we lost almost all. No, you did not. Not if you were in a mutual fund. It's actually mathematically impossible 
that you would have lost almost all of it. There is not a group of mutual funds that suck that bad. That it went down 90% while the market went down 50%. It went from the Dow went from 13,000 to 6,500. I know I was there. My investments did the exact same thing. I was here on the radio sounding just exactly like your CFO. If you had not dropped off, jumped off the train at the bottom, you would not have lost half of your money. Because in just a few months, the Dow was back to where it was pre-2008. Oh, and by the way, it was at 13,000. Then it went to 6,500. You know it's over 30,000 today, Debbie. And so you would have had not 200,000. You would have had 1.2 million right now. If you had 230,000 at the bottom in 2008 and you had left it in there, you'd have 1.2 million right now. You didn't lose 59,000, Debbie. You lost a million dollars. Usually I jump on Dave Ramsey for stuff, but this is 100% locked in. She had the opportunity cost of like a million dollars. I'm going to show the math here in a little bit, but oh my gosh. Not only that, but like she took the money out. So I've seen this a few times too. So people I've talked to and on Dave and on other shows, um, when the market started to go down, people pulled their money out. Well, they, they pulled their money out after the market went down. So they, they lost. And then in a panic, they stuck it in some place that they thought was going to prevent it from going down like a savings account. But inflation is nuts right now. So inflation is close to like 10%. And that's on the numbers that the government is telling us. Maybe not the real inflation numbers. The amount of money we printed off just in the last two years is insane, right? So you're devaluing all your money. It's losing value constantly. Anyway. That's the yeah. math. I mean, it's true. That's exactly. People are scared I, to so invest. I don't know um, with this man telling us it would go back up and to stop watching it. Well, I don't think he has any ulterior motives. It went back up, Debbie. Um, the CFO is not making money from you being in, in a mutual fund. Or in the 401k. CFOs don't get commissions guy. on 401ks. And then the market's back down. It's tra- it's trashed right now. It's it's horrible right this second. Doesn't matter. You know what I'm doing this month? I'm not taking it out. It's on sale, Debbie. Ukra- the time. Ukraine. Man, George stole my line. I'm always saying the market's on sale. Everything's on sale. You got to buy when it's on sale. Come on, George. That's my line. Oh, inflation. Oh, that's right. Uh, Gas, housing market, you name pre- it. President can't string a sentence together. Uh... Yeah, I mean, these are the things that are happening out there. And so the stock market's going, I'm so scared, and it's going down, right? So you know what I'm doing? Investing. You know what I do when it goes up? Invest. You know what I do when it goes down? Invest. Why? Because the worst movement in the stock market's history, other than the Great Depression, was 2008. And, Debbie, apparently, if I'm reading this right, you managed to take your money out at the exact worst time. My gosh. What's the quote? It's uh, not about timing the market. It's time in the market. It's consistency. Yeah, exactly. Just leave it alone. So Keep investing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would you lost out on 59000 in 2021, but you probably lost close to a million dollars if you took this out at the bottom of the crash after 08 and moved it to money markets and have made no money on it since. Meanwhile, my money's gone up 5X. All right. That's the end of the video. So, Debbie... Your CFO is exactly right. You probably lost about 50%, and we're going to look at the numbers here, and then it would have gone up after that. 
people don't often consider the dollar cost averaging. So they look at what their money was and then they look at where it's at now and they just see like in that time frame how much they lost. They don't really consider that like, oh, well, I can buy more now that it's lower. And if it goes even lower, you could still buy more that it's lower. So let's take a look at the graph real quick and I'll show you how long it would have taken for Debbie to bounce back just to being even, not even considering how much she would have made overall. All right, so if you're taking a look at this graph, this is the S&P 500. So this is how the S&P 500 ended each year since um, 2006. And 2007, right there, is the peak. That's where, let's assume Debbie put all of her money in in 2007 at that peak. And then immediately saw this loss. So this is what we were talking about. She lost probably like 50% or close to it. And that seemed kind of panicky. And if you were to consider that she put all of her money here, and let's say she didn't invest any more money at any point, it would have taken somewhere between 2012 and 2013 for her to balance out. And that's a really long time if you consider that. So if you're going to sit there and wait for the market to return before you start investing, in order for the market to return to where it was, it's like a five-year time frame right? 2008 to 2013, five years. So if we're going to look at today, so this is right now. And by the time it gets back to where it was at this peak here, probably like five years away. The good news is we get to buy in these valleys, which reduces the amount of time it takes for us to get to um, back to even. So let's take a look at that. I'll add the averages. So here's the same chart with Debbie's dollar cost average. If she was to start purchasing at the peak and then just keep purchasing every year, preferably every month or every paycheck. And you could see how her dollar cost average dropped here pretty significantly. And then over here between 2009 and 2010, just one and some change later, she broke even. And then every year after that, even the dips over here in 2018, um, she's way below that value. And we get all the way to 2022, she's way below the current value of the market. So she would be making money. And this is what Dave's referring to. The amount of money that she put in back then, let's say that money now has multiplied like five times. And you keep purchasing. And when it goes down, you're lowering your dollar cost average. And when it goes up, you're actually increasing your value and increasing your net worth. So you can't lose as long as you keep buying at solid intervals and keeping that dollar cost average going. So if Debbie would have just left her money in there, continued to purchase over the course of the 2008 drop, she would have saw her money equal out in 2009, just a year and some change later. And then she would have been making money every year after that. And what Dave is saying is absolutely right. She would probably be a millionaire at this point because she panicked and she didn't know what she was doing. She lost out on a huge opportunity. And the reason I'm giving you this message today is because I understand that right now is a scary environment. Everything is down and it's not fun putting your money in and watching it immediately drop. But knowing that that was Debbie in 2007, 2008, and she still doesn't understand how it works today. Her CFO is still trying to convince her. I'm going to encourage you to not be like Debbie. We can't know what the future holds, but there are some things that we do know. You can't win if you just hold cash. You get nothing. And you can't win if you just buy when things are good because you can't get your dollar cost average lower. Those two things are facts. We don't know what's going to happen in the future, but we do know that we can follow the past and try to do the things that we can in order to make sure that we're securing our future as best as we possibly can. 
So hopefully everyone in the Wealthy Idiot community is continuing to invest right now and buy when things are on sale. And then when we come out of this thing, we're going to be doing episodes where we celebrate how well we did together. And so I'm excited to see that happen. So if you're investing right now and it's painful, comment down below. Let other people know that you're doing that so that they can get encouragement as well. I'm doing that. My partner's doing that. We're putting in as much as we possibly can right now because everything is so on sale. So if you look at just what we're doing, you know, when they say, if you want to know what's important to someone, look at where their money is. Our money right now is getting invested like crazy. And before you check out, make sure to t uh, head to the wealthyidiots.com webpage for news and calculators. Some of this stuff you'll be able to get access to as we release more calculators over time. Some of these graphs and everything, you can mess with the money and see how it would work. And one of the ones I want to encourage you to check out is the compound interest calculator. You can really see how investments um, impact your money over time, especially with compounding interest. So thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it, guys. And I'll see you guys next time.